Good morning, church. We made it another month. It's crazy to think we're already in November. But I'm excited. I'm excited for this month. Uh, I know soon it's going to be Thanksgiving, then it's going to be Christmas, then it's going to be 2021. And I know this year has been tough for a lot of people. So a lot of people are already looking past, right? Everybody's ready to get there. Uh, but more than anything, I pray that these last two months, that we will really witness God move in amazing ways and be able to join Him in some amazing things. And so I, I know I had shared the other day that uh, we were doing this November journal challenge that each day um, there's a post and it has a, a different topic for each day that you reflect on, that you pray on, um, that you just find ways to be grateful for and count your blessings. And so if you haven't looked that over or done that yet, I want to encourage you to join us in that, um, man, because it can make a huge difference in your attitude, in your day, and even just in your perspective. And as much as we could get wrapped up in the craziness of this world, in our life, and problems that arise, God is still God. God is still faithful. God is still moving. And God is still good. And so November, I want it to be a month that we all really are just thankful and just reflect that. But I'm excited for today's message. Today's message is called, What Are You Wearing? What Are You Wearing? Okay. Now, you're probably thinking, looking at your outfit, like, okay, hold on, let me check myself out. No, I'm not talking about clothes. I'm talking about some spiritual clothes. Okay, something a little different. But, um, man, what you wear says a lot about who you are, of who you're becoming, and what others see. And so today, that's what we're going to be talking about, what you're wearing. So I'm excited. We're going to be in... Um, Colossians chapter 3 and of course before we jump into the word I always want to pray right I always want to pray that God would open up our hearts and our minds so we could receive what he has for each one of us because each one of us it might be something different because uh, God wants to speak directly to you and he has something important he wants to tell you it's not me it's him so let's pray and just ask that he move in us uh, Father I just thank you uh, man, I thank you for a new day and a new month, and I just pray that we would uh, make the time to reflect on the goodness of you each day and just see how, man, that there's always something to be grateful and thankful for, and that whenever we have an attitude of gratitude, uh, man, it could just influence not only our decisions and the way that we see uh, our life, um, but it could help lift up those around us. And so I just pray that um, this month... Uh, We'll be able to, to see you clearly, and I just pray that as we gather today and we read your word and we talk about it, Lord, that we would all leave here with the thing that we need to know. And so, man, Holy Spirit, just open up our hearts and our minds right now to receive what it is you have for us. And Jesus, man, I just thank you. I just thank you of how you always pull up a chair and say, come on, let's have a conversation, and you're willing to take us um, to places that we don't deserve. So we just love you, and may you always get all the glory in everything that we do in this life. Love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. What are you wearing? Colossians chapter 3. We're going to be reading verses 12 through 15. And of course, I'll have it on the screen for you. But let's jump right in. It says, Since God chose you to be holy people, He loves. You must clothe yourself with tender heart and mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, 
so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us to all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Mm, I like how it always is. It's Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving month, November. It's a thankful, thankful month. But I always want to start uh, with just some truth about God. And uh, As I read that, one thing that stuck out from the very beginning is this. God chose you. God chose you. Verse 12, it says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves. You are to be the holy people that represents his holiness. Now, I know that sounds like a tall task and it sounds, man, hard to imagine, especially when we look at ourselves and we know that we're flawed individuals. Um, but I want you to understand that that's not a mistake. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is stop calling yourself a mistake. Stop believing that you're a mistake because that's far from the truth. The truth is you are chosen. And the Bible is filled with people that God chose. And they were the least likely. People that, uh, man, nobody would have picked or nobody would have believed God were to use. But yet through his plans and them following his will, they went on to do amazing things glorifying him. I mean, I could give you a list of people, um, especially in the, uh, the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, uh, but biblical characters that you probably heard of, like Moses. Moses was was a guy that stuttered all the time, and he wasn't confident in his ability just to speak to begin with. Um, but yet, we know that, uh, if you know the Word of God, that God used Moses and his brother Aaron to free the people uh, of Israel from the Egyptians when they were enslaved and lead them to the Promised Land. Crazy, right? Crazy. But there's, man, countless other people from murderers, from adulterers, to all kinds of people, criminals, and all these people, these labels, uh, man, that the world put on them, that we probably put on ourselves sometimes, and the world puts on us. But God still chose them, and God still did amazing things. And He can still do it for you, church. He's going to do it for you. So the same destination, destiny that was spoken over them is spoken over you, and it's actually in motion right now. And the fact is, he knows uh, that we're imperfect, and yet he still deliberately says, hey, you know what? I love you, and I'm still going to choose you, and I'm still going to do some amazing things through you. Man, that's that's just a great indicator of his love and his grace for each one of us. Amen? So that, that alone excites me, because you know me. I'm the least likely that I was going to be a pastor, that thought I was going to be part of starting a church, planning a church. But yet, here I am. So God use everybody, okay? Check out what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 through 29. It says, Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you are wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. And God chooses things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and uses them to bring nothing what the world considered important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. Mm. So if you've had moments that you felt you considered yourself foolish, or maybe powerless, or maybe despised, or you counted yourself as nothing, and hear me when I say this, okay? 
Don't let the world's view of you, uh, the, what the world sees about you, um, speak to who God sees and who God created you to be. They may try to influence you and act like they're him, like they're your creator, but they ain't him and you ain't his. You ain't theirs. Amen? You his. So don't box yourself in placing limits that God never placed on you. Okay? You're his. You are chosen. You represent his goodness in this world that is in desperate need of it. And I know when we hear the word holy, right, that we're supposed to be his holy people, that's that's hard to wrap our, our minds around uh, because we can see the unholiness in each one of us. We know, like, man, we are far from anything being perfect or anything like that. But what we need to understand is that you are capable of being holy, okay? Living holy and you are capable of allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you and through you. And it's saying, hey, all that I am, all that I do, I will make a conscious and intentional commitment to represent Jesus in a way, oh man, that his word speaks of and that his Holy Spirit instructs. You are chosen. And when you choose to follow Jesus, you become his holy people. Let's continue though. So now we know, okay? God chose you. But check out something else that it's real easy to miss whenever you think that, oh man, I'm chosen. Read this right here. God's must aren't optional. God's must aren't optional. Now, uh, we live in the world now that probably has more options at our disposal, at our fingertips around us than ever before. And we have the freedom to choose, right, what we want to participate in, be involved in, or do. And that's a, a huge gift, especially in America, because we know around the world that's not the same uh, freedom that other people give or, or have gotten. And God gives us all, man, the gift of free choice. And you have the choice that you could receive the love of it or you could reject his love, that you could choose to follow Jesus or not follow him, Um all these different things that you could choose. You could choose to be chosen by them or not. It's all up to you, right? You, you're in control of your life. But hear me when I say this. The moment that you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to accept his love. I'm going to accept being chosen. I'm going to accept to follow Jesus and all the things. Then all the things that once were optional become limited, okay? It becomes limited when you declared um, that Jesus is your Savior and you became a commitment or you made a commitment to becoming a believer. Now, I say it's limited because we need to understand that God's going to tell us sometimes, hey, you know what? No to this. Not right now. Hey, you know what? That's not for you. Hey, you know what? That's bad for you. Leave it alone. And we need to understand that, okay? Everything's optional. Everything's out there for us, but not everything is for us and everything is good. Something I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, right? And one of the musts that isn't optional, we see in verse 13, and it's probably a tough one, especially when we've been hurt, um, but check out what it says. It says, make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, you must forgive others. God's musts aren't optional. It says, you must forgive others. You must. I know we can all point out the ways that uh, we've been wronged and uh, I know that I want to say this, okay, that we're just in seeking justice for it, right, and highlighting uh, the the things that have happened to us. 
And forgiveness, it's, it's a hard thing to come to terms with, especially when the pain of the experience that we've had at other people's hands, it really cuts deep. It's traumatic. It, it really affects us. I mean, forgiveness is the last thing that we want to do. But God reminds us that we aren't perfect either. Um, and he's asking us to do something or that he, I mean, let me say it again. He isn't asking us to do something that he isn't already doing. Okay. He's already doing this for us. And he's just asking us to do it as well. And I say this because a lot of times, man, we could lose sight of that. And we could just see one way of this when especially when we've been hurt and we've been affected by it. I'm sure we could all name times, um, man, that people have done us wrong. But I'm sure God can name times that he's made allowances for our faults, right? And that he's forgiven us for our offenses to him. And so forgiving, it doesn't mean that you forget. And it doesn't mean that you're saying, hey, you're okay with somebody doing something wrong to you. But it is saying um, that you're releasing it to God and you're being obedient to what his request is. Okay? And it's saying, hey, you know what? As much as I wish I could, I could take this in my own hands... I'm not the judge and I'm not the jury and I'm not the one that's going to execute punishment. Does that mean that we don't speak up when we need to? Yeah, of course we do. Does it mean we just let things stay unjust and not speak up about those things? Well, we want to speak up about those things. We're not just going to let these things pass over. But there has to come a point um, that you offer forgiveness in the same way that you receive forgiveness from God. Amen? It's a must. It's not optional. And here's another one that we see. And in the end of verse 12, it says, You must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, and humility, and gentleness, and patience. We must clothe ourselves with these things. So that means we got to put these things on ourselves. So that means naturally, it's not something that we normally would do. And it, a lot of times, our past and the things that we experience, it shapes the, the clothes that we wear, Okay. So tender-hearted mercy, that means that we should be compassionate for others. Um, kindness, that means, hey, despite the way that you live, despite what your opinions are, I have to treat you kindly, okay? That's just the way it is. I got to treat everybody kind. Humility, that's saying, okay, I understand this world is bigger than myself or my problems, and when I can't say that I'm self-made, I have to understand that there's different people that played a part into where I am today. And the biggest one is God. Amen. What else did he talk about? Gentleness. So that's saying, hey, I'm meeting people where they're at and I'm approaching them in a way that is thoughtful and caring. And I'm not just pressuring and just acting crazy and forcing them into things. Patience. So we're extending grace without getting upset. That's a hard one to extend grace without getting upset. We're real quick temper people, especially uh, when we like things done a certain way or we're expecting um, things to end at a certain time. But let's be patient. Let's let's clothe ourselves with these things, okay? And that's a hard thing to do, especially the day in, day out, especially when times are trying or we're in difficult um, moments that we're being asked to do this. I think it's no coincidence that we see... Um, it, it lists these things that we need to clothe ourselves with. And then right after it, the next verse, it was talking about making allowances and forgiving others. Right? That Like there's no coincidence in that. Because we need to understand, um, for one, that we're capable of doing it when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and work through us. And when we try to put on clothes ourselves without that, 
Rob is going to come up short. Rob is going to end up doing the opposite. Instead of being kind and gentle and all those things that we need to be clothing ourselves intentionally with, we're just going to fly off the handle and act a fool. That's just that's just what it is. Because naturally, we want to dish out what's been dished out to us. We want to get revenge. But revenge is the Lord. Justice is the Lord. And we have to clothe ourselves with the Holy Spirit. And when we do so, we are capable of producing the fruits of the Spirit. Amen? So that brings up this. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? We're all clothed with something. When you think about uh, clothes in a physical sense, like these clothes, what do we wear? We wear things that make us feel comfortable, uh, things that make us feel good about ourselves, feel attractive, uh, make us feel noticed, uh, make us feel confident, uh, maybe even try to hide or blend into the background. And just like there's a huge selection um, that physically we could put on at, that's at our disposal, right? There's a wide selection. Spiritually, there are many options as well. And it should be something that we think about, that we're aware of, and that we're intentional doing. Paul says in Romans chapter 13, 13 and 14 verses, he says this, Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness, or in sexual promiscuity, or in moral living, or in quarry, in jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. And we already spoke, right, about being chosen, so we understand we belong to Jesus, we belong to God, and we understand that His musts aren't optional. So we must live decent lives. There's not saying, hey, we're perfect, right? Maybe, ain't none of us perfect, we're not going to have a perfect life. Um, but at the very least, we should be putting in the effort uh, to represent Jesus in the right way uh, and understand that there's always other people watching us. And it's not saying we do it for other people to, to see us or anything like that. But we want to be mindful that we're doing things correctly um, to help other believers that are maybe be struggling and see, you know what, man, if they're doing it, then I, I am encouraged to, to keep pressing forward because I can do it too. Um, so we need to know that. And when we're careless about what we do, we become careless about what we wear. That's just the truth. We read about Paul right just right now, and he was warning us of things to stay away with because God is not cool with it. He's not. And I know some people probably heard me when I was reading that verse, and they probably didn't want to hear it because they might be active in those things. But I want to make sure that you don't miss it, okay? It said wild parties, drunkenness, sexual promiscuity. So that's like sex out of marriage and doing things you know you shouldn't be involved in sexually and moral living there's a lot of things that are immoral that you can identify that with quarreling arguing about stuff man what are you getting out of that jealousy church hear me when i say this do not participate in it don't do it don't even think about it instead clothe yourself with jesus nothing good can come from a moment that you're chasing um indulging in those things because you're trying to capture a feeling that's really actually fake and you're just like, man, but it makes me feel so good. Man, I get it. I understand that. I used to be a person that was doing those things. But here's what you need to understand. God has something greater for you. And if you allow him to give you that, you're going to get something that's great and not just good. Amen? Check out what verse 14 says. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us together in perfect harmony 
and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. Always be thankful. Church, clothe yourself with love. When you do that, Jesus will clothe your heart with peace. When you clothe yourself with love, Jesus will clothe your life with perfect harmony. When you clothe yourself with love, Jesus will clothe you with a thankful perspective of everyday life. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it is possible. It's always worth it, and it's always up to you. So my challenge for all of us this week is this. Wear the right clothes. Wear the right clothes. And how do you do that? Well, it starts by actually paying attention to what you're wearing, right? Paying attention to what you're doing. And then to, in order to know what the right clothes are, like we were talking about today, that means you got to understand what the Word is saying. So you got to spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer, spend time in worship. The more time that you put in into understanding what Jesus is and what God and what the Holy Spirit and what the Word is talking to you, the more that you're able to capture it and clothe yourself with it. So that way you can walk in the right clothing. Because if not, you find yourself wearing the wrong things, displaying the wrong things, misleading the wrong things, and taking yourself to the wrong places. That's the truth. So wear the right clothes, church. It's not only going to benefit others around you, others that are watching you, but man, it's going to benefit your life so much. It's going to help you so many times when you're feeling discouraged. Remember when you're feeling like you're nothing, when you're feeling powerless, when you're overcome by the world, man, when you clothe yourself with the truth of, and, and love of God, man, can't nothing stop you. And you get to experience God's fullness and the best that he has for you. So clothe yourself with the right clothes this week. Put in the work. It's worth it. It's worth it. And so church, I, I pray that this man just encourage you today to know that you're capable of it. Let me just pray and uh, we'll close it out. Father, I just thank you that you help us be aware of things that are harmful for us and how we could be walking with the wrong clothing. And Father, I just pray that um, if there's something that currently we're wearing that is not of you, you would identify it and help us strip us off of it and that you would replace it with yourself, that you would replace it uh, with what's the opposite, uh, whether it's your truth and whether it's mercy and whether it's forgiveness, Father, whether it's gentleness or kindness. All these things that you tell us to clothe ourselves with. Ultimately, you're saying clothe ourselves with you. And so, Father, help us do that day in and day out. So we could represent you well, but also we could have you, uh, man, just receiving the fullness of you. So, Father, I just lift up uh, my brothers and sisters out there. And may you bless them and lead them in, in this life. We love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, church. I pray this blessed y'all. And I pray you have a great week and that you see, man, wearing the right clothes.